Shit's still fucked. Here we are, fifth episode of In Chaos We Trust. Before we get into that, as usual, uh, this is part of the Brew Chat podcast family or whatever you want to call it. So this is brought to you by Riverside Wine and Spirits. And just keep in note, like, this is a spinoff of the Brew Chat podcast where, you know, we're just kind of talking. So none of our thoughts reflect on the advertisers here. But yeah, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Manufacturers Road. You got the uh, Halloween coming up, and then you got Thanksgiving, whatever you're going to do with that. Hopefully, it's not some huge party, but you can still get drunk, so go down there and do that. Buy you some booze, and then get on down to Merchants on Main right there across from Pax Brew Room. I've got some photography for sale in there, and then there's lots of other cool shit, like uh, they got some antiques. They got a bunch of different booths with like different sellers, so they've got some antiques. They've got some a great vinyl selection, actually. They've got, uh, I guess, other photographers, but you can go look at them i guess and then uh soaps candles things like that and then speaking of my photography i've got a show coming up at barley on november 14th where you can buy some of my prints and i'll be down there with a second photographer actually and then on october 22nd i've got a virtual Oktoberfest with the houston museum i will be posting a link to buy tickets for that uh here in the next day or two i'm redesigning our website so it'll be on that when i fix that and yeah, if you're interested in the links, just hit me up about it. But yeah, it's a virtual Oktoberfest at the Houston Museum. They've got a bunch of old beer steins and beer vessels and things like that. Some that are like 400 years old. And they've uh, all got a history behind them. And some of them, if you hold them up to the light, even have a like a cameo sort of portrait painted in the bottom of it. It's pretty cool. And I think that's it. So yeah, we've got uh, yeah Ian Sharps here back with us. I'm Tanner. We got Andrew Richardson. That is your last name, right? Yep. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, we're all here. There, it's been a big week. I guess uh, we're talking about old, old Presidente yeah. here again. He's kind of dominated the news this week. <laughs> yeah, like you, as he likes to do. You mentioned right before the show uh, started with the tax shit, then the debate, and then you've got his COVID diagnosis. Oh yeah. Where all of that has happened in a week's time, it feels like the tax thing was... Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Feels, it feels like relatively old news, except it is getting brought up a lot, but the debate feels like, I mean, like, who's even talking about that anymore, you know? Yeah, which actually, I guess to jump right into it, um, I'd like to talk about the debate in depth here in a minute, but let's talk about the COVID diagnosis first, I guess, since that's the most recent. But do you all think that there's a chance that this COVID diagnosis is bullshit to detract from his tax bullshit I, and the debate. I, I doubt it. I and seriously doubt it. maybe even get it. him out of the next debate. I, I don't think so any, anymore. No. It'd be so I'm hard sorry. to fake that. There's, I mean, with, when you're the most powerful person on the planet, you've got so many people checking up on that. The yeah. fact that there's so many other people who are now testing positive, mm-hmm. like to orchestrate a hoax on that yeah. scale. And I, honestly, I don't have faith that a lot of these people are smart enough to, to pull yeah. off something like that. So I, <laughs> I do think it's just it is literally just evidence of how stupid the Republican Party yeah. is right now. I agree with you. I, I actually like I just wanted to throw that out there, but I actually do think he has it. And the reason I do is it seems like they're downplaying this, his severity. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like having him sign blank papers and just to look. Yeah. You know, like he's doing something. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I even saw like one. It looks like he like starts to cough, and they cut it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, and anytime they've been asked, what what's his pretty press secretary lady's name? Kaylee McEnany? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've gone through so many. I miss right. Sean well, for Spencer. For a while, there just was no one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Between uh, Sarah Sanders and her. Yeah. And um, I remember she was asked, and she's just like, basically, like, I'm not going to talk about the, you know, a person's individual health problems. He can talk to you about this, but he's experiencing very mild symptoms. Like, of course you're going to say that. Yeah. You all wouldn't say, like. Oh, yeah, it's looking bad. Well, I mean, he's, you know, the, the American people deserve an update. I think that's a yeah. bullshit response. Yeah. I think, like, oh, I he th- can tell I think you. you. It's like, what if he can't up. tell us? I, I think you becoming president, you forgo that privilege of, I, like, being able to not yeah, publicly discuss your shit. Right. Definitely agree with that. But I know, like, every, pretty much every leader, especially ones that lean a little bit toward authoritarian, mm-hmm. they can't project anything but strength. Yeah. So, right. To, to show weakness of any kind like stalin like died famously like alone in a room the guards wouldn't even mm. come in like <laughs> damn he, he couldn't tell anyone how sick he was basically it was part of it see but to me it's like we have a system in place uh, to prevent that which is called a vice president you know so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. to me it's like yeah but i mean but again like you said lean on the leaning towards authoritarianism i, I think that like i mean I'm of the opinion this administration kind of does that. <laughs> and so I think that, like, yeah, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. I feel like it shouldn't be that way because of, like I said, the systems we're supposed to have in place. But, yeah, I don't know. I it just, yeah, it's it's a guy who's so full of shit all the time. It's hard to, like, mm-hmm. it's hard to figure out if, okay, is this a genuine moment, you know? Mm-hmm. When's the last time um, we, we've seen Trump? Like, well, he put out a video last night. Oh, last he night? did. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he looked pale. He didn't get. His, yeah. He didn't have his fresh spray tan on, so he looked pretty <laughs> pale. Um, and that's the video I'm talking about, where like you know, they looks like they're editing out like it's the a coughs. Pretty decent edit, but you can tell, yeah. And is that the same one where he's like signing the papers, or was that just yeah. a photo op? Okay, yeah. Or it, yeah, I mean, I think he's he's got a little workstation set up in the in right, the hospital, right. but but the like one thing that was crazy to me is people were asking if that was even a room at Walter Reed. Because with this administration, like, they just lie so much and so often that you can never tell. And especially the people that thought maybe this was fake or whatever. Um, so somebody had to go on and, and confirm it from, I don't know, some source, but that that is actually a room at the hospital. So, yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, I believe that and I believe, you know, I believe it's all real. I don't I'm not one of these like, oh, it's it's him doing this or it's it's that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I also see like there's a lot of different ways to spin whatever happens as a result, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like him dying, it's it's bad because that means we have Pence. But I mean, honestly, I, at this point, I don't know that Pence would be worse. I mean, I, I know I don't like him. I know I don't want him to be the leader, but like he at least so, seems he's quiet. What, <laughs> what like that. happens in this case? Like just hypothetically here, something happens to Trump. Pence has to take over. And so then is the election basically like you're voting for Pence? Pretty much. Yeah. Pence will get to pick a new VP. And so, yeah, you're voting for Pence at that point. And so then, yeah, okay, okay. Because a lot of votes have already been cast, too. Mm -hmm. So I imagine the Trump votes would move over to Pence. Yeah, I think they carry over. Uh, Or they would just call it like, all right, we got to do another election. Yeah. I think, though, I don't know if it's like that in every state, but I know usually you vote for the ticket. Which Pence's name is obviously yeah, on, right. so I think. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know for sure how all that breaks mm-hmm. down. Um, yeah. And <laughs> hypothetically, if that it would be the case, you're voting 
Pence versus Biden. Mm-hmm. Pence loses. And then he would just stick around until January 20th mm-hmm. or 21st and then hand it over right. to Biden. Man, if that happened, though, <laughs> like being <laughs> Pence, that'd be real hard to not just be like, guys, I'm going home. Like, he gets well, I mean, he gets that number. He gets to be 46. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. And then Biden's 47. He'll probably would, get on would, a quarter someday. Would that <laughs> be the shortest lived presidency in America? I can't I can't say. I want to say there's been other similar instances like mm-hmm. where like a president's died like right at the end of their term. I think uh, William Henry Harrison was the shortest one because he got sick mm-hmm. at his inauguration. He went on for like three hours in the cold or something. Oh yeah. He got pneumonia or something like that and died like I think it was like forty two days later or something. So I don't even know how many this would would be, but Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just <laughs> checking that mic because it uh yeah, it does need to be on. Gotcha. And I'd swapped some cables around the other day and I yeah. don't know which is which now. But um But yeah, I mean, so it would be from what to be president from whatever day that hypothetically happens until January 20th. So, and if Pence won, would that count towards his two terms in office? Um, or could he run for two more terms? I don't know. I can't, I can't give you a clear answer have three on that. terms because technically this is. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how that works. Because he would technically be winning an election in that case. Like, I guess what I'm asking is if you're a vice president and you take over, whether it's, in this, like in this case where it's basically a full-term presidency, if he wins, um, or if it's like two years, can mm-hmm. a vice president that becomes president because the president fails for whatever reason, can they run for two more terms? I, actually, I think there is precedent for that because uh, when Kennedy was shot and Johnson yeah. took over, um, he obviously stayed president for the rest. That was like 63, I think. So he stayed president. He ran in 64 and won. And then I think he famously said in 68, like, I will not, ex- uh, I will not something or accept my party's nomination. So he, I think, was able to, is what that tells me. But, but then he was too decided good not it. to. Yeah, yeah it may, the rule may be you can only run for president twice. Or, I mean, well, no, because, I mean, you have, you have to get elected, too, because you can run yeah. as many times as you want. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I, I'm just a, a simple, simple comedian. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, this this whole thing is is a big mess. Um, I do feel some kind of uh, cosmic justice about it. You know, I've I've expressed on. I mean, on, how can you not? On yeah. The, <laughs> on the on the various brew across the various brew chat shows, I've expressed my anxiety about you know a lot of things, and I think uh, this is sort of validation in a way. And it's mm-hmm. like uh, I hope some people wake up. I've heard uh, I you know it's Twitter rumors, so I, don't, I can't, I'm not putting any kind of real you know like it's not this isn't verified but i've heard like yeah some people on the uh, on on trump's uh, campaign staff are like basically striking and not coming back like because they're they're pissed off that they were exposed to it oh yeah I didn't what that. from what i've read online it seems like the white house is kind of a little bit of a hot spot right now there's journal- oh, yeah. there's journalists right. that have been no i mean sick. it's like yeah. i think the count is up to 27 now of mm-hmm. like of like everyone who's been in contact uh you know Kellyanne Conway just uh, was confirmed yesterday. Mm-hmm. She uh, there's video of her last week uh, talking to Bill Barr like face to face. So I'm wondering right. how he's how you know how, how he's going to turn out. You know, there's a lot of you know talk on Twitter about whether Trump's going to make it through or not. But like I mean, if this many people are getting it, you know, if and 
a lot of these guys are, you know, that's one one complaint about politics. It's a lot of old, you know, unhealthy yeah. men. And so it's like <laughs> what who they say it's most deadly to is someone of Trump's build. Right. Yeah. And age. He has a history he has a history of heart disease. He mm-hmm. has uh other pre-existing conditions and he's overweight and he's elderly. So it's like but he is getting the best health care on the planet right now. So that yeah. is yeah. that's another for only seven hundred and fifty dollars. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, I think they, uh, you know, it's impossible to really trace it back all the way, but I think there's a theory anyway that it became, or uh, it started at the uh, Amy Coney Barrett's thing in the mm-hmm. Rose Garden when they were all there because, like, they're just linking people, like, yep, they were there, they were there. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, three Republican senators now that were there have it. Um, so, you know, speculation, but... Makes me wonder if it was, like, a... a, a covert op that was like hey <laughs> these these republicans are being stupid we could we could send someone in an infected carrier just go shake everybody's hand like lick their hand a bunch and go like but they were supposed to be testing all these people like in and out of the building yeah. and but here, like if but you they had don't access, follow all those protocols yeah but think about think about trump though like the guy kind of guy he is you think like you know the tests suck like you get like a your nose mm-hmm. swab you think maybe I'm sure he's had it done a couple times. He's probably like, nah, nah. We'll just say I did it. He apparently yeah. showed up late to the the debates yeah, on Tuesday, like, and then was like, no, we're just gonna do honor system. And it's like, okay, <laughs> right. And he probably had it then. That was Tuesday, and yep. he got like officially diagnosed Thursday, right? If he's feeling symptoms, then he probably has had it for you know at least a week. Yeah. Yeah, and Biden's evidently living with those tests up his nose. <laughs> like tested once an hour or something yeah. like no joke. I think they're testing him twice a day. I mean, yeah, but, uh, uh this, this all, I mean, if, if you're, if you're hoping for Biden, all of this is good news, mm-hmm. uh, because a, I mean, Trump's been struggling in the polls up to now. Uh, anyway, um, he's going to have two weeks, no matter what, where he cannot be campaigning. Um, so that's, I mean, you'll still see ads on TV, but he's not going to be out doing rallies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So he's not engaged in that, uh, while Biden is going to be hitting extra hard and Mm -hmm. and continue to campaign. Biden's kind of taking a little high road by pulling his negative attack ads, which is, I mean, okay, cool. (laughs) I I feel like, I feel like it's like Trump is a negative attack ad for himself. So it's like, no, everyone who, who, who feels a certain way about the president knows how they feel. And like, if they see your ad and they didn't, and they supported him before, that's not going to change their mind. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, it it is what, whatever that is. But, um, I've also heard that like, if something were to happen to Trump, that Pence is actually, uh, polling lower, uh, up against Biden Mm -hmm. than, uh, than Trump is. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Pence has even less of a chance of, of coming out and, uh, and (laughs) what if it was Pence that gave it to him? Just that quiet race banning looking snake oh, in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that comparison, but it's so good. He's like, it should be yeah. me. I've often, be. I've often and then thought he just that, a that Pence is test. like House of Cards in his way up the ladder. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what he started off in like talk radio or something, then he became the governor. Now he's the vice president. I mean, it's like that guy that traded a paperclip for like a house or whatever eventually. It's like, you know, I can. I like doing voice impressions and stuff. And like Trump's voice comes to me like that. Uh-huh. Obama's like that. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you what Mike Pence sounds like. Oh yeah. You see, I be- his voice doesn't come to mind it's because not, he's it's a quiet snake enough. in the woods. Yeah, he just sounds like a regular ass guy. I think, but that's what I was saying. Like, that's why I think like Pence would be, even though he is like all of his policies are horrible, but like, so are Trump. So it's not like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be worse than what it is. Uh, but at least 
he's quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least he's not going to be like on Twitter, you know, at four a.m. Yeah. every morning, like ah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. So I think I think it'll be a. Uh, you know, if it, if we do end up with Pence, it's not going to be great. It's, I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to vote against him, but I, I, I'm not saying that I hope the president dies. What I'm saying, I hope the president loses power by any means necessary. <laughs> sure. I honestly like. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about Pence. I wish I had started that differently. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I think for certain communities, they're actually more afraid of him, like the LGBTQ plus yeah. community, yeah. He's, things like that, because of his, if he has the power that Trump has kind of carved out for the presidency, mm-hmm. which the presidency hasn't always had, um, and he, he can get away with lots of things that hurt a lot of people. Yeah, so, he's extremely And, and I think Trump just, like, doesn't really, I don't think he's, I don't think he's pro-LGBTQ plus by any means, but, like, I think he just doesn't care yeah, about a lot of things to enough yeah. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a pro Trump. I mean, it's thing one of the few weird way <laughs> of that he's his own worst enemy. Which that'd be a damn perfect segue right. for this debate. But like, and I'm not saying that he hasn't done anything anti yeah, that community. Yeah, but, but it's yeah, like yeah. he's so caught up in himself and just mm-hmm. trying to look good and get attention that he defeats him own, his own self in a lot of ways of just like, he doesn't, he's so worried about himself that he's like, Oh, whatever. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think like, like kind of to go back to what we were talking about a couple minutes ago, I think Biden should have already pulled negative ads. I mean, like he's a walking negative ad for himself. Right. So if Biden wants yeah. to win over voters, he needs to tell us like, you know, well, he doesn't need to mm-hmm. tell me, but he needs to tell certain people what he is going to do. So yeah, I yeah. think that, that actually kind of works out whether it was planned or not. Well, know, I, th- I think that was like part of what Hillary Clinton's problem was, was her whole campaign was, Hey, I'm not Trump. Don't vote for Donald Trump. Right, right, right. And she was very low, like on what her actual policies were. So, yeah. uh, you know, Biden's Biden, especially during like the democratic debates when it was the big full, like stage full of people, he actually was pretty vocal about his policies and like, well, it's cause he was being attacked on him so much. So yeah, he, had, yeah. he had, he had plenty of opportunity to flesh those out. Right. So I think, I think, you know, people go, going into a Biden administration have a little bit more understanding of what they're going to get out of it than, than necessarily they did with the, the Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it's uh, like, I don't know. Let's just talk about the debate. Cause you mentioned <laughs> him being his own worst enemy. And that's what I took the, away from this debate. Oh yeah. Was yeah. Uh, like, he just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like he <laughs> oh. could not help himself. I mean, you know, I, I think ultimately, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of what I've been watching, uh, has kind of leaned this way too. I think neither candidate really won what, Mm-mm. what they both did a great job is validating everyone's fears about who they are. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's like, everyone's like, ah, oh, Biden's just some feeble old man. He sure did kind of come across that way. Yeah. And then the first half, yeah. Trump, Trumbling. Yeah. Trump is just some, you know, uh, fucking bully and that's exactly what he came across Mm -hmm. as um so like nobody picked up any ground but i think trump had more to lose by not gaining ground whereas biden is is okay in a few spots i don't think anyone who was already voting for biden i don't think watched that and was like oh trump looks better they're just like oh (laughs) everything's fucking garbage but (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was my experience anyway sort of a existential dread of like well I'm going to get on this boat because it looks the the least bit leaky. It's still pretty leaky, but... Yeah. I don't know. I want to play this highlights thing. 
it's not on fire like the other <laughs> boat is. It's uh, highlights is so so generous. Skip it. Let's see here. Come on, YouTube. You don't have it in your blood. You could have never done that, Jeff. I know how to do the job. I know how to get the job. Well, you done. didn't do very well in swine flu. H1N1, you were a disaster. Your own chief 14, of staff said 000, you were a disaster. 14,000 people died, not 200,000. There was a no economic recession. You made a point. Let him answer it. And there was no one. There's no, we didn't shut down the economy. This is his economy that's being he shut down. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to this say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, but do it? But I, would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from what? the right so wing. What are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. He may not technically you want to call be lying. Him? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and right like me to white proud supremacists and right proud boys. White supremacists and right proud boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how strongly you, you feel. Let Vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know <laughs> you're a senator. Okay. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is, the question Supreme is, the radical left. Will you Who shut is your, up, man? Listen. Is it true that you paid $750 in federal income taxes each of those two years? I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers. Show I paid, I paid $38 million one year. I paid $27 million one year. Show us your tax returns. Year. I one went, uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. <laughs> I'm urging <laughs> my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. And <laughs> I am urging, I am urging my What's people. I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair You're election, I, I am 100% on board. But Somebody. if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. Show up and vote. You will determine the outcome of this election. Vote, vote, vote. If you're able to vote early in your state, vote early. If you're able to vote in person, vote in person. Vote whatever way is the best way for you, because you will, he cannot stop you from being able to determine the outcome of this election. President Trump, Vice President Biden, it's been an interesting hour and a half. Oh, man. Hats off to fucking... <laughs> Uh, Chris, Wallace, Chris Wallace, though, man, yeah. he was a trooper through that whole thing. And, like, even, he's even since come out on Fox News and, like, you know, basically, like, wear the damn masks, people. Like, yeah. he seems like he's, like, of all the Fox News people yeah. right now, he's probably right. at least won over the most points for mm -hmm. me. Who, who, I mean, I would have had a low opinion of him to start with just based yeah. on He's the him most being serious journalist they have left, especially yeah. since uh, well, but that's, Smith. That makes it, yeah. What? Old Shep. He's yeah. over at NBC now. He's got yeah. his show. I've not watched it, but yeah. yeah. And Chris Wallace will leave eventually and then yeah. it'll just be all I always yeah. liked old Shep. Kinda in the same way I like yeah. Chris Wallace. Yeah, he but. he was he was pretty no nonsense a few times I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> um what was I gonna say? Anyway, sorry. 
Yeah, I definitely think Biden came off as like the adult in the room. It just sucks that he's like three adults. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that like it's it's like I don't know. I mean, like the, the I made it, I tweeted this, but it's I thought that it was funny. It's like you know everyone's saying that like ah oh, you know Trump was silent on uh, whether he would condemn white supremacy. He's like mm-hmm. no, he clearly said sure very passive aggressively a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah, and then changed the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and he wasn't you, silent <laughs> when you argue with people about that, which you should never even bother doing, but I do sometimes for no reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what they always bring up. They, they'll show you this, like, you know, put together clip after clip after clip of him basically shrugging and being like, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever heard him like put it in a full sentence. I'm sure that yeah, clip is right. out there, but like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, cause you know, I'm a white guy. I, I know it sucks to be called racist. So anytime it's happened to me, I always make a point to stop and have a timeout and you know, let me be, make it clear. <laughs> I do condemn white supremacy. I think it's bad. And I, and I'll say that just cause it's yeah. like, all right, if there was any confusion, he's like, Oh, I mean, sure. Yeah. Well, you know, screw those guys. <laughs> but anyway, so the left are the problem, like, <laughs> yeah. And I think like I kind of said over the clip, like, uh, I don't think he's technically lying when he says everything I see is from the left. That's probably no, all yeah. they show him. Like his media yeah. diet is well, what's that new channel that OAN, OAN, or, oh, one man. American news. Network. I've thought about this actually is it's <laughs> like, this is a new thought I've started to have is that Trump is just kind of out there doing his thing. And <laughs> a lot of times you think that he's just this crazy mastermind that's just doing <laughs> things that he wants. But yeah. yeah, like you just mentioned, that's all that they show him. What if he is just kind of a trained dog? Oh, I'm and sure. Like, I mean, he's, you know, he's sort of he's sort of been like a you know, I mean, even though he's like a you know a business person, he's also been a celebrity for a while. Yeah. So I, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's been you know a certain degree of like you know people leading him around and and you know well, stuff like, like that. The tax thing, for example, who's to say he even knows about his own taxes? I'm sure he's got an accountant. Maybe they're just as shady as he fucking is. I mean, and I'm they sure were skimming something are. off the top. And to him, this is a whole separate re- re- <laughs> this revelation. This is the first he's hearing of, of it being too. like, okay, wait, what? Like, I got to play this cool. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I think somebody's oh, sorry, been skimming off the top here <laughs> and not paying my fucking taxes. <laughs> and so he's got this whole back channel thing. He's trying to figure out with his accountant. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, not trying to make excuses for him. He's a terrible fucking person. But. I, I feel like he probably, even though he may not know what's going on, he probably knows what kind of accountant he's hiring. Like, he's oh, probably sure. like, yeah. hey, you're going to help me uh, cheat the books, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, look at everyone else he yeah. employs or has employed. But Michael the way... Cohen. You know, anyone who has a fixer, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just in general has a fixer, like... Just, well, yeah. <laughs> generally, I mean... I don't know. It's like... I don't even do my own taxes, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not like he's sitting there like, I'm going to screw everybody over. And it's like, fuck He's Trump, just on H&R Block late at night. Like, yeah, I bet this is just, this is as much news to Trump as it is him. <laughs> he doesn't even know where he's to probably get like, his, he, I, he wouldn't even know where to tell Biden just then. It's like, where do I go get my taxes? What, what form do y'all need to see? Yeah. And where do I get that? He probably doesn't even know a 750 is a lot or a little. <laughs> He's probably, he's like Lucille Bluth. He's like, what taxes, Michael? What could it cost? 750 bucks? Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, that, that wouldn't surprise me. So that's a new, and it's that, like, that's not taking out of the equation that he's a terrible person, but he's a terrible person that's also shoved around and shimmied places by other terrible people, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all I'm going to say is like, I, again, I, I don't, I don't hope the president dies. I just <laughs> had a real good day on Friday. <laughs> it's kind of ha- likewise. It was. You saw the word Schadenfreude thrown around yeah. a lot. No, I read that. I got up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't get back to sleep, and read that at like 4 a.m. or something. I was like, "What?" Yep. Like, and then I was up the rest of the day. Yep. I checked the news first thing when I woke up uh, yesterday morning and this morning. Nothing, nothing good, but <laughs> I don't wish ill on him, but we well, already is ill. I mean, well, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it would be interesting to see Pence get that. I honestly, I hope he doesn't die either, but I do hope he gets pretty sick. I hope, yeah. Have you seen the pictures of, uh, the uh, Brazilian president Bolsonaro on like respirators or life support in the hospital no. or whatever? I think the Trump administration keeps their shit under lock, like more than to allow a photograph mm-hmm. of that. But, God, I want to see one. <laughs> yeah, I really but I want, want him to, to pull through. One. Yeah, I want him to pull I want through, to but I do want beat that him fair photo. and square. I'm for, there with you. Yeah, for one. But, My yeah. attitude, best case scenario is he pulls through and has like a near death experience, and it changes his outlook on things, <laughs> and he comes back like it's right. like it's like you know. What if he comes back as like the Grinch at the end of fucking? <laughs> he's the new Jimmy no, yeah, Carter. Are cr- screwed. <laughs> he's the new Jimmy Carter. He starts like helping build houses, but he's out there with his stupid ass hair swinging like a golden hammer, just like I'm gonna build you a house. <laughs> yeah, he's that, allowed to reopen the Trump Foundation and it does that now instead of just scams people. <laughs> he has it's a it's a wonderful life moment or whatever and like, <laughs> I mean that's that's best case scenario, but I, I I'd yeah, settle for just likely. him being so not I'm not going to say dead, but I but I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be upset upset if I wouldn't cry about it. But uh, I will say that I hope he gets uh, the second Places he he gets so sick from this that he can't hold power anymore and he has to pass it off. Like, yeah, that's that's the second best case scenario of this. Yeah, uh, third is that it just you know knocks him out long enough to to really affect his poll ratings and mm-hmm. that he just doesn't get the turnout in the in the election and it's just over and at least at least from that point. I mean, yeah, he, he did so poorly in this debate that that's why I brought up the thought of like if there's some shystiness behind this diagnosis of some sort uh, and you, you all, one of y'all mentioned kinda. earlier, it's like, you know, uh, I don't know. We were just talking about like who would have infected him or whatever, but, um, what if it was somebody even from his side that realized like he did so poorly in this debate, <laughs> if we can get someone in here to give him COVID that gives him a very viable excuse to get him out of the next debate. That was, it was Mike Pence. You think? <laughs> yeah. The snake in the weeds. Yeah. I don't know if they'd go that route. They would just lie about it. Yeah. Not I, actually give it to I, him. I heard all, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell no, you. When, you're, when you're, they okay. tested Pence I was done. and he's not had it because this whole time he's been juicing at home with tiny, <laughs> tiny straight to the main vein yeah, yeah. samples of it. Every new version, he draws their blood <laughs> and kidnaps them. <laughs> And then it's injecting their blood so he can slowly build immunities. And that's why he's constantly testing positive. Yeah. Mike Pence has had more close calls than anybody in the White House. He's the, uh, he's the real life version. He's becoming the real life version of Homelander from the boys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, uh, 
I heard it. Well, I heard a conspiracy theory a long time ago after he got elected that like the Republicans will tolerate him long enough to get all the stuff done that they want, and then they're going to find a reason to get rid of him because mm-hmm. he he is an embarrassment. He did trash like the whole party on his way up to the top. Mm-hmm. It's weird how everyone just kind of became like his. Are you followers. talking about Pence? I'm talking or about Trump. Trump. Okay, yeah. Like he was he was super like yeah these people are jokes. I'm going to drain the swamp, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in and doesn't do any of that mm-hmm. and just like. You know, it's like it's part of me wonders. Like, is it that the Republican Party, like, is it he bent to the need of them, or did they bend the need of him? But regardless, they went from being very divided to very on the same side. Yeah, um, that's one. That's one thing about the Republicans that I think where their their strength comes from is they don't cancel. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter how bad of a person you are if you're on their team, they're behind you, and they're going to oh, yeah. find. I mean, look. Fuck! They raised like what was it, five hundred thousand dollars for Kyle Rittenhouse? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but it's just the, it's just that cult that that mm-hmm. way. Not officially thing. Republicans, was it? But it, I think we all, you know, yeah, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> done under that under the. <laughs> but we all know. Yeah, yeah, it was it was that voting block for sure. Yeah, I think it's just right. a Joker situation, where the mob, the Falcone mob, and Batman turned loose the Joker in the Dark Knight. <laughs> And then the dog was crazier than they anticipated that they let off the leash. I think it's a situation like that where the Republicans were like, nah, let's get, let this crazy fuck in here. He'll look like he's messing shit about and we'll be able to manipulate him and control him, but they can't. That's what I think happened. It would not, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if like the the way that like, especially at an event like that, what that was, (laughs) you know, for there to be some sort of foul play. But I mean, also just how stupid these people are about, have been about it. Like how brazenly don't wear mask. Like I saw um, a footage today from CNN that they played back during, it was like a press conference where a guy was trying to ask Trump a question, wearing a mask. And he's like, pull down the mask. I can't hear you. And he's like, no, sir. I prefer to keep it on. Oh yeah. Cause you want to be politically correct. He's like, no, sir. I just want to keep the mask on. <laughs> right. But it's like, he's openly shaming people for it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. So it's just really, it's really just like I said, like karmic justice. Like, yeah. I think when, when people say like, you know, when did masks another- become political or why did masks become political or whatever? I think there's pretty much one side to clearly mm. blame for that. Everybody, I mean, most people on the left, I won't say everybody, but like is obviously the more mask wearing crowd. If you're on the right, uh, I think I'm good actually. Yeah. Yeah. Snag one if you want one. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, just, you know, for later, I might as well finish this one too. But yeah, I mean like that, I don't think it had to be political, but I think they unilaterally made it political. Yeah, Well, I think Trump was a huge portion to deal with that because the, oh, absolutely. the yeah. types of people that I mean, you got to say like of the people that are, I don't even know the word to use here, but like I've never seen a president or a politician get that sort of following. Mm-hmm. Like young kids were really into Obama he has flags people and flag their hope flags. poster. Like young kids had that hope poster in their bedrooms, Sure, yeah. you know? And it's like, sure there was that, but at least that was positive. But like this has like a cult like religion sort of following yeah. behind mm-hmm. it. It's, and it's, it's kind of creepy. It, it is weird. I, it, I don't think any like politician should be revered like a rock star. That, that, that bothers me. Like, no, yeah. It's the cult of personality stuff that almost yeah. exclusively dictators do. And because of that, he refused to wear a mask. And that just everybody else watching him that is into that is like, nah, my fucking hero yeah. doesn't wear a mask. I'm not going <laughs> to wear a mask. Right. You know, it's the same concept like really sim- oversimplifying it here, but it's the same concept of why kids want to wear like these certain types of jeans because 
their favorite skateboarder wears those jeans. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same sort of mindset there. And so now that he has been this patron or this like just, I don't know, whatever about not wearing masks and refusing to wear one, he could have just worn one and set an example. That's it. Even if it did, you know, whatever. He could have just worn one and set an example. But even just refusing to do that, you've got all these other people. It's like, nah, he's my fucking dude. Right. He's not wearing one. Seems bam, dumb bam, bam, and bam. stupid. I'm yeah. not going to do. Like, I, my thing is. is Now it, he's sick. I think that <laughs> it seems like everything that he comes out and says and everything that that group. And, and like being someone who's like, you know, I paid attention to a lot of those like those uh, news sources. Like early on, I was watching Breitbart and things like that. And it's like. It seems like the whole mo of that whole way of thinking is owning the libs. Yeah, everything, everything is just to- it, it, the libs say this. We're gonna go against it out of principle because they can't win because they're the end. It's like, nah, man. Like you got to think of it like America is is you're gonna you're gonna always have people you disagree with, and you're gonna mm-hmm. have, you just part of the the, the in me to, in my opinion the meaning of life is everybody's shit stinks, and you just got to deal with it. Like one that is the American dream of like. We're a big hodgepodge of everything. Right. You can get spaghetti down the street from where you can get tacos. That is America. <laughs> like, and within that, you're going to have disagreements, and that should be okay, and up until now, it's been okay. But, like, it's, I don't know. This More huge anyway, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think with, I don't know if it was, like, W or Obama that it kind of like started us on the slide toward this, but he's definitely, I've got two theories here is, or even earlier is W allowed for a lot more of the religion to sink into the right. Uh huh. And after nine 11, that allowed them to just like basically run wild in the name of freedom. Right. And that's where Fox News really dug in and right. like had a field day of spreading fear yeah, and hate mongering. It created like the nationalist right, I think, yeah. is what, what that what 9-11 really ultimately resulted in. And then in. Obama, right. to some degree, I think I th- Trump would have done it regardless, but the left is who I see is really starting this like, no, look at them, mainly with the women in binders and Mitt Romney. Oh, yeah. You know, of just, like, calling nasty bullshit. <laughs> it's like, and just making it up. Like, there was nothing about him having, like, hose full of binders. <laughs> like, that was purely made up just for buzzes. And that really took off and, like, hurt him. And there were several other instances where they were pretty nasty to Mitt Romney. And here we are 10 years later, and it's like, oh, Mitt Romney's not that bad of a dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I have my own thoughts on yeah. that. Yeah. But, but more, overall, more, compared to what we got, <laughs> yeah, well, he was. Well, I mean, he was pretty critical of. Tr- he's been pretty critical of Trump. More lately, he's been more on Trump's side about things. So it's you know, give or take. It's like Rand Paul. Like I was a big Ron Paul guy back in the day, but Rand Paul is not Ron Paul. <laughs> he like consistently says no. he like he'll start to kind of lean in a reasonable direction. I'll be like, okay, maybe we should listen to Rand, and then he'll just completely tur- turn me against him. Like the next thing he says, I'm like, nah, nah, nah this guy's a establishment like he's he's playing the republican game i don't i don't yeah so but my, my thought is is uh i forgot where i was going it's it's getting to that part of the show <laughs> yeah. i greased old susan up here you hear that audience you can't because susan's been greased i forgot what i was gonna but um say yeah it's just i don't know it's what were we talking about? We're that's yeah. we we all just had I that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I got like it's that part of the show. I got distracted. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, it, shit sucks. Oh, what I was going to say, part of like one of my biggest criticisms of the left has always been that it seems like that's where you get more of your um, career politicians out of, your people mm. who go to go to like college and study political science, and then they t- they take jobs in the in the public sector to, to like build up credentials so that when they run for office and they move from town to town and run to run looking for opportune elections yeah. they can run in to build their political profile. You see a lot more of that on the left than you do on the right. Um, so it does create this sort of like what everyone hates about politics, this insular sort of thing. Mm. And so I do feel like there are a lot of people on the left who are probably pretty good at those political tricks, you know, and like mm. you know, the mudslinging techniques and things like that. Um, I, you know, ultimately I, I, I like, you know, I, I think that, I, you know, in a typical election, I wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. But I, in this in this yeah. case, I don't see any other option. Like, it's just where I'm at. But mm-hmm. yeah. What if we had the situation again of Hillary Clinton versus Trump, knowing what would you vote for Hillary Clinton in the same way you're voting for Biden? Like, yeah, on, yeah like a, coming off of four years of Trump. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. here's here's one thing that, and like, and this is the one thing that a lot of people throw up at me for saying that. Um, Trump, one thing he's been really good at is he has not started any new wars. Uh, yeah, uh, which is rare for a president. <laughs> so, and Hillary was is notoriously like after Syria and wanted. Oh, she wanted is all the kinds warmonger. of. Yeah, she wanted yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, foreign entanglements, and mm-hmm. so like. That is that is something, but like my attitude is like okay, but the house is on fire. We're gonna get water damage by putting the the house fire out. We need we can assess the water damage when that's the main problem. But right now we got to address the fire, and so that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at on the Trump situation. He mm-hmm. is the house fire. We can't we can't talk about preserving any one part of the house until the fire is out. So let's yeah, that's let's a, get that's a good that's let's get yeah. the fire out. Let's and then that's like again that's inevitably gonna putting that out is inevitably gonna cause more damage. But from that point, at least there's not a fire, so we can start rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's, pro- a, it's a start. It's a gross oversimplification, but it's just generally how I, I feel. I thought it was very apt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the left having more career politicians. Mm. As far as like, I mean, I do agree that they have a ton, but I think the right has just as many. I think like, um, like you were saying about how to go into, you know, public sector or, um, or you know, they, I mean, Obama was a community organizer, things right. like that. I think Republicans kind of just take a different path to get there. Yeah, like they, a lot well, of them are bankers. That's yeah. They, they come from the, the private sector. They come from right. like they're they're the corporate, you know, like. So I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's better. No, no, I'm just, I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying it's to... like that's that's where you you see a lot of like the distrust in like the political system is in that kind of like insular, insular sort of like. I mean, like, I mean, if yeah. you think about it, even literally, like, other than Trump and like Obama, like, you know, a lot of our presidents and even world leaders in other countries are the sons of, you know, like, I mean, look at Trudeau in Canada. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. you know, he's the son of a former president. You look at right. Bush. And, yeah, it runs and, deep usually. Well, and it's yeah. something that probably goes in waves, like everything else. Yeah. Is like every couple generations that's going to flip flop because I feel like in the 90s, like late 80s and 90s, there weren't a lot of career politicians on the democratic side, but that's kind of what the Republicans were known for even at that time. But now those democratic guys that got in early back then, those are the old fuckers now that we're complaining about. Oh yeah, no, I about. don't disagree. That so there are, yeah. Yeah. And that's just going to keep flip right flopping. Yeah. 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 I just, you know, I mean like that, it's my point wasn't to say that that's inherently a bad but thing. But I also agree with you. Yeah. It was just yeah, something. I think, oh, so go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No. I was just going to say just like to, 
cap that. Um, I think like, yeah, just like, like I said, like Republicans usually come from like private sector banking, things like that. Like, I think like each side kind of just like, you know, they, those people are just more naturally drawn to politics yeah. at the right. And then people in public sector, maybe mm -hmm. more naturally go to the left. I don't know if I would call the Democrats super left or anything, but you know, well, yeah, I yeah. think, on, and I don't think you were saying I'm, that. I'm just generally. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But like, um, I mean, for me, it's like a no brainer where I would rather my politicians come from. Yeah. Well, both, I would rather they're not part of a dynasty, though. You know? yeah. I do yeah. agree with that. Well, and and both, both sides the left have, and the right, over the course of my lifetime, just three decades, has changed so much sure, yeah, from same. what I, mean, I came <laughs> to so. know that what left and right was. Right. Like, yeah. it's so much, it's so different. I, we've had a rightward drift since, like, I mean, at least, like, Reagan, really. Yeah. Uh, at least. Yeah, it's, I, I think, I mean... You you can watch. I've actually watched a lot about this recently about like the uh, sort of the the um, religious right uh, fundamentalist mm. infiltration of the right. It's really interesting. And it didn't use it didn't you know it didn't used to be that party, but I mean they were always kind of like bedfellows. But mm. then like there just came like a real big push, and it wasn't like the Nixon era where that really started popping off. I think it's it's been a minute, but I've had a few beers since then. But uh, it <laughs> no, was, I think you're right. Or, and then like Reagan, Reagan really Reagan just drove really it into high gear. Solidified it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I Ray. I remember Reagan as being the president that introduced religion into the campaigning I process, mean, and then it's just been that ever since. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the compassionate conservatism was, I think, mm -hmm. Reagan's like you know trademark. One of mm -hmm. them, that and the jelly bellies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think you're right. Like the religious right. Like I, I don't even think. I mean, yeah. The before it was the religious right. It was just. Mm -hmm a large, I don't know, fairly vocal, but not unified group of religious just people or yeah, organizations or whatever. And then they kind of solidified. And I think they even mm. had to decide like, well, which side do we go with? Like, mm. which, who do we throw, you know, once we've solidified our kind of power, our voice or whatever, mm -hmm. who do we throw our support behind? Well, let's look at the parties. And then obviously they decided, you know, uh, you know, how they did, but yeah. And, um, you know, issues like abortion, et cetera, et cetera. And that always and seems... amplified those issues, yeah. too. Well, and what was the Republican Party before religion was really interesting? Was it just like... I can, ima I can like imagine rights, being like... You know, yeah, quotes. Yeah, states' rights. Uh, <laughs> we should probably have a big army to defend ourselves. Sure, yeah, hawkish. Um, but they were, yeah, we're not going to give a bunch of money to the poor people or really even take care of parks and shit well it was yeah it was very small it's like kind of what libertarians are now is kind yeah. of what like republicans used to be okay um and it, so it was very much like you know very much leave me alone like i get this is my mm. property you know kind of kind of attitude um yeah you know sort of just like this is america we're supposed to be free you know i, I get it's kind of what i gather from mm. it um because i mean you know like i mean you you did have corporatism back then, but it was very different <laughs> than it is now. I think the eight, the eighties is when you saw also the bit the big explosion of that. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was at that time it was I think very much just look we want to you know we want less government interference in our life we want more yeah just less regulations and yeah I guess more that's a weird thing for me overall is regulations because it's like I'm with. With what you're saying on that, either. well, I guess you were saying libertarians, not you yeah. necessarily. But, yeah, I'm, I, I've, I've kind of like, come around to where I think there's definitely a lot of good I have a I have a little bit of that of yeah. where I'm like, no, this is America. We should be free. But at the same time, <laughs> it is good that we have like littering laws and yeah. 
that's a regulation. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, chemical companies can't just dump shit in the river. Well, I mean, even on a small personal scale, I think COVID has really made the case for why, you know, rampant, Mm -hmm. you know, freedom is not necessarily the best thing for society where it's like, Hey, like, cause that's, that's what the issue is for a lot of people. It's like, I don't want to wear my mask. I'm free. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, but but you're, you're directly harming other, like, like, you know, that's, that's one cool thing about like the libertarian is they, uh, libertarian philosophy is they have this uh, idea called the non-aggression principle which is the idea that your your rights extend as far as someone else's do, and then the second you're you're uh, harming someone, you don't have the right that right anymore. And I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. if there's a worldwide pandemic that's like once in a century kind of event uh-huh. going on, uh-huh. <laughs> then you're probably harming people by exercising your freedom. So that probably violates the NAP, and maybe that's not you know, like I, I've had friends argued to me that like, oh yeah, but like it wasn't like. It wasn't the virus that hurt the economy. It was the shutdown. I'm like, yeah, but okay. You still need people to have an economy. And if we didn't shut down, like, it's. It, I mean, yeah. There's like a logical, just a gap insane. that they're just not get. They're 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 looking at point A. They're looking at point B and just cutting out the road there entirely. And I'm like, yeah, I don't understand the how you can't just see it. I mean, I guess that's everyone's frustration. But. Yeah, but I think like we as Americans have always been for better or for worse, like fiercely mm. like individualistic. But I think right now that individualism is getting us killed. Yeah. Like well, the, and it's the sort of thing where it's just like, I don't know. I'm down with that individualism I, and, that, and the freedom or whatever. Yeah, but it gets to a certain point where it's like, okay, we've got to hit that big red button at the gas pump and stop the flow of gas. We've got a situation. We, so we got to cut back on this for a minute to take care of this. Yeah. But we're just incapable of doing that. I, I think guess. we need the, like collectivism or collectivity or whatever you call it, like that we, that one, like most European countries, Asian countries, Mm -hmm. African, like most countries other than, you know, us and a few others have shown like in the face of this and that we ourselves had after like 9-11, like you were talking Mm -hmm. about, um, I don't remember if it was on or off mic, but um, I mean like Bush's approval jumped too. And people hated him before that. Democrats did not like him, Mm -hmm. like especially with the gore, you know, everything, that fiasco. But um I think he had like a ninety percent approval rate just in the way. Yeah. And after that, I hung. I remember We've I was in ninth before. grade and I hung an American flag in my locker, and I wasn't like some. Right. And I, yeah. I was just like that's just when I remember the first time being like no fucking yeah, yeah. America. Is like, that how old you were you? In ninth uh, grade I, I, yeah, I was like fourteen, fifteen. I was gonna say you're like a year or two older than me. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was, I was out of school, so I woke up late oh. and it already happened. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. And saw on logged into AOL because I saw a dial up <laughs> at the time and that was the front page of like uh, America. Yeah. yeah, I was like America <laughs> under attack. I'm like, wait, what? And so I turned on the news and uh kept it there for the next like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all we did in school that day was just watch the right. news. We just it had our teachers tell us that, you know, you don't realize it now, but your life is never gonna be the same. Yeah. 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 And we were like, Yeah, no, we we believe you. This seems pretty big. <laughs> Most of us yeah. anyway. But yeah. Well, anyway, in the same to, way to get it affects with COVID though, is it did change everything. Cause mm-hmm. I remembered, um, after that, there was like some event, uh, like a craft fair or something that the boy scouts I was with would like help with the parking. And there was some event, it was uh, close to like Nickajack dam, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And we had like military guys walking around doing parking with us because like it's a dam. Yeah. They didn't know what they were going to attack. Right. Right. Yeah. 
It was just weird. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Even even like all the rumors that day, which I'm sure were different at every school. That's when I learned about else. Sequoia Nuclear Plant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. they were like, they're going to hit that and blow us all to hell say, like in Terminator 2. And yeah, yeah that terrified me right. as a kid. Like I remember having nightmares about that. Like yeah. being scared of that happening, just me holding onto the chain link fence and my skin's just blasted off. Mm-hmm. I lived in, uh, I mean, I'm from Knoxville and I was, you know, in school up there at the time. And uh, Oak Ridge is right next to that. Like Oak Ridge, you know, yeah. the nuclear reactors and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, there was all the rumors, you know, mm-hmm. like they're going to be coming for this. They hit the Mall of America, which I th- remember 9-11, 2001 was the day I learned there was a Mall of America. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn where it was, but <laughs> I just assumed D.C. But, yeah, there was a lot of, yeah. It's weirdly in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. It's the only anyway, thing in Minnesota. I don't know how I got it. <laughs> but... No, 9-11 was weird. That affected shit. And this is the same sort of thing. Like, shit from now on, like, we get rid of this virus, shit still... Because that's the thing is, I don't know, I write a fine line where it's like, wear your goddamn mask, but I am worried about, like, what that sets up for the government to be able to do in the future. What's the line for you, or do you have you, like, thought about... As far as a mask or... I don't know, what's like a, a step too far or something? I mean, not to put you on the spot or... No, for the government to tell us what it. to do. Okay. Is that what you're asking? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. What would be the yeah, max? Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally, like, if I was able to... I mean, it's probably hard to define like, exactly. But, but I don't think it's too much beyond for them to be like, look, we're going to shut everything down for, let's try six weeks. Mm-hmm. We're going to send out these stimulus things. <laughs> and uh, so sit at home, order your Amazon, watch Disney Plus, whatever you're going to do for six weeks. If you can work from home, do that. And straight up lock it down. And just have like no... Uh, no in and no, out on um, air flights. Like, or, at least, or at least do that by the state because sure. it's rolling. I don't, I don't think that would be too far. You know, if don't they... If they yeah, okay, yeah, that's... Yeah. I don't think that would be too far. But it does scare me. If they have the capability of doing that, sure, it's to fight a virus. And That's it's a shown good to thing. Be effective or but whatever if they have the capability us, to yeah. do that and effectively shut the country down, then what's to keep them from using that in the future for a nefarious purpose? Sure. So yeah. I, have, I have a couple thoughts on that. Um, well, I'd say like it's hard for me to define what my line is because I don't really. Uh, yeah, you, that was probably too tough of a question. But but yeah. like I, I I think that like I mean. In the event of like, you know, a worldwide pandemic where we don't have a lot of information to go on, we know it's dangerous and that's about it. I think pretty extreme measures are, are called for. Um, I do would like some assurance that those are temporary, um, mm-hmm. you know, but like that the, we have power to the ability to, to take power back. And it's not just this is how things are now. I don't think the powers that be benefit from shutdowns like this, though. I think that I mean, although, the, you know, you. you you, you, you can look at like how like certain companies have made like record profits in this time. Yeah. Um, but I think on any kind of it continued uh, like expanded scale, I think that it's a net loss for everybody. Because I mean, you're just generally well, not if you're Jeff Bezos. Well, I mean, you know, and that's what worries well, me saying, about something like this as if this is him the, trying to take over like, the world. <laughs> not necessarily that, but just people like that have people that have people that are in <laughs> politicians ears. And there's money flowing there. He's got plenty of it. And he's already sort of, into, I can't remember if it was the FBI or CIA that he's already intertwined with. He's got a contract with them. Oh, yeah. I can't remember which 
if it's CIA or FBI. But um, but it's like I don't know what it is, but he's got a a contract with them, mm-hmm. and so it just worries me. People like that that are making money. Amazon's making hand over fist right now. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like I'm sure like Microsoft's doing pretty good, just because I'm mean, people are at home buying video games. Uh, any sort of online service is probably doing pretty good right now along with Amazon, but Amazon's fucking killing it. Yeah, America Online. (laughs) Those sorts of powers. There's so much money there that I'd like some more transparency on where that money's going, and if it is going to politicians, even more transparency. I'm all for that. Because that could... That's what scares me is people like that, that he's got clear incentive to keep this pandemic going. I'm not saying he's up there like masterminding, but... Yeah, but it's not sustainable because he does need, you know, you need the lower levels to have the money to spend in mm. the first place to, if you want it to trickle up to you. So, yeah. and like there comes a point where it like, it, I mean, like you you get so. I mean, I, it, you know, I've never been this rich. So I'm sure that's it's probably <laughs> uh, easy for me to say, but I, I feel like there's a point where you get so rich where the concept of money is just boring at that point. <laughs> like it's like you, you look for like okay, I got I've got more money than I could ever than than my kids will ever spend. Mm. What what else is there well, to do how in this we look life? at water think, coming out of the tap i think any person like, that that i don't know how to put this exactly any person that does attain that kind of wealth has a predispos- predisposition for still caring how money works right i could be wrong i, I really don't, I don't know. I, I, I imagine yeah, though it gets to like water running out of a tap like sure. how we look at that it's like other countries i mean it's like a thing like you got to go get water every day in some yeah, place you know yeah and here it's just like, God, we just turn a switch. I don't want and you don't water. Even think it's, about it. I want, some, I want something with sugar in it. You, you don't even think <laughs> that. You don't even worry about where you're going. You don't even think about it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, that's how he looks at money. The way I, I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Like, yeah, they say like a lot of rich guys like don't even. You know, you could ask them or rich women or rich other. Well, it's mostly men and women that are that rich, but. Uh, they don't even know how much they're worth or how much they have yeah. or whatever. Because lo- one thing, a lot of it is like you said earlier, they have people that do that for them, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, Jeff Bezos probably hears how rich he is from the news, you know, not the not the other way around. Or not. <laughs> he gets up and asks Colin, and he's just like, oh. He's like, oh, I mean, how? All right. Well, I mean, then. and like, you know, I imagine the higher up you are, the more responsibilities you have. So, I mean, how much time in his day does he have to like look over his accounts? You know, mm, yeah. he has a team of people that do that for him probably. And then they'll let him know if shit gets, goes, goes bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just him, but like his entire people under him and all that, like there's so much money flowing there that that sort of influence really kind of terrifies me. Like when you get that big, like, and sure. It's like, is Amazon's publicly traded, isn't it? I would think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Amazon stock is worth. Is, yeah. yeah. But yeah, people like that. <clears throat> Apple. I'm actually thinking about switching back to Apple just for security mm. reasons. Shit like that started to freak me out a little bit as well. Like I was di- planning digital to security the stuff. As you left the room. <laughs> Hey, remember when we were talking about the debate? Yeah. 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 That <laughs> happens. Yeah. That happens. Oh, no, so, I know. I've listened to, yeah. to these. Yeah. No, but that debate, man. That, uh, <laughs> Pretty wild, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, it, it got me because, like you said, 
Ian, like there wasn't any winner, but it showed people's true colors, I guess, in a way. And fucking Trump just, Biden put it best, like, just shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> right. I wish he would have said that. I mean, it's funny. It reminds me, it's funny to me because, like, it would be focused on Biden. And it was almost like an SNL skit of just, like, a bitter person yelling off camera. It's like, yeah, well, that's not what your mom said last night. You yeah. Know, just, <laughs> it's like, like Eric Cartman. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I forget where I heard this. It was on a different podcast. But uh, somebody said that that's apparently a tactic um, since Biden stutters or, like, had a stutter as a kid. You know, he's mm-hmm. mostly overcome that's a tactic of debating people like that because you throw them off and like it kind of re almost can activate the, can reactivate mm-hmm. the stutter. So I'm sure they went in with that as a little bit of a strategy. Yeah. I don't know that they planned on, you know, every other fucking word, but do you, so you think there was strategy behind, I think, well, as Trump much as side. Trump has strategy about anything, I think they did at least just, tell I mean, him but that. honestly, I'm not <laughs> sure he was know. coached for sure. I could be wrong because, like his instincts probably just tell him to do that anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, well, what I'm saying plan. is somebody told him that years ago and that's just gotten so ingrained in him that he doesn't. Well, he's probably has a lot of experience <laughs> be interrupting, you know, weak, well, not weak people, but like, you know, <laughs> just belittling yeah. people that he sees as. Yeah. 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 I, I think he, I, I, you know, the whole thing is, I, I mean, like I said, I think ultimately it was a net win for, for Biden. Cause I don't think Biden lost that many people, but I think, you know, if you, you look at like Trump, Trump had a lot, some voters who voted for Obama previously. I can't imagine many of those people are sticking around. Those aren't the people with the Trump flags and the, they're the people who went and thought that like, well, Hillary's awful. I'm going to see, I'm going to give this wild card a shot. And I don't think a lot of those people are coming back. Yeah. It strikes me as the people that, uh, the mythical undecided. I I guess, yeah, I guess the people you're talking about are these people that they voted for him just because like he's a Republican or whatever. And now they're actually seeing like, fuck. And maybe some of them even were like, ah, my vote doesn't matter. My parents vote Republican. Right. And now they're like, fuck, this is why I need to pay attention to this. Well, I mean, apparently 2018 had like one of the highest like midterm voter turnouts Mm. like in history. At least in a while. Yeah. So I think that, I think that, uh, we'll see. I mean, with everything going on, it's hard to say really. Um, (laughs) but, I, I, I think we'll see something that, that newsworthy <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, whether it's like actual Trump people at the polls, like being thugs and making sure mm-hmm. that, you know, people are voting certain ways. If I, man, if I run into that, cause it, I, I keep saying I'm going to do mail in, but I'm been lazy. <laughs> I think I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. Early. Yeah. I'm going to go there and make sure that shit gets counted. And often. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take all five of my grandmothers with me. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. No, yeah, I, I am going to go early. And actually, the night of, I, I know I talked to you about this. Uh, I'm working at the polls. I think I'm in, like, Red Bank District yeah. 3 or something, which is going to be interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, Katie and I signed up to do it. I, I always mistakenly say volunteer, but you actually get paid for it, apparently. Really? I was going to do it anyway, but, <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, they comp you because you're there pretty much all day, I think, yeah. like, 8 to 9 p.m., 8 a.m. to 9 And, um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to, to see. I'm not, people keep, like, if, on the off chance I mentioned it to anyone, they're like, oh, you're going to be one of those, like, poll watchers? I'm like, no, I'm like, you know, the guy that's got, like, the L through R. Yeah. You know, come to me or whatever. But, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting for sure. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're doing that. But, yeah, we're you're down 
Ian Wright to do like a live watch. Oh yeah. 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 I can, so can I come after? Yeah, come after. Whenever you get done. Say, yeah, we'll crank some beers. I'll put some snacks sure. out. And I mean what, it's you can what give what us I'll your perspective do. of what you've experienced throughout <laughs> the I was gonna day. say it might actually be interesting. I mean yeah, it I'll, might not be. I'll probably <laughs> just throw a camera up in here somewhere and just throw it on the TV there and we'll just sit here and chill yeah, and watch beers I'll just and be late, but other than that. Yeah. Or we could play another fun game where uh, we do that until there's a new president. Oh, God. Or, oh or God. until the election is decided. <laughs> oh, Let's man. Let's do that. Yeah. I even think that could be a while. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of Postmates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to come into work. We're, uh, we're still <laughs> riding this thing out. Right. <laughs> uh, how do you think that? Because I'm excited about it, the Kamala Harris versus... Pence? Oh, the, man. Yeah. The snake I, I, in the grass, Pence. I forgot about that. That's that's the weird thing is I've never seen Pence debate. Same. So I don't know shit about it. I don't think I watched the last, much of the last one anyway. Yeah, I don't think I, I saw him well, and Tim Kaine. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> Once again, I, I couldn't tell you what he sounds like either if he were no. to talk. <laughs> so, I mean, it's because I, I, I did. looks like. I didn't watch that debate, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm racking my brain. Who the fuck is Tim Kaine? He was uh, Hillary Clinton's running mate. Oh, okay. He famously spoke in Spanish. Like, that's the most noticeable, notable thing about him is he opened one like, thing in Spanish in Florida or Texas. <laughs> I don't even remember this dude. <laughs> it's like he never existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's still in the Senate. <laughs> so, you know. Actually, I know he is. I think from Virginia. He might be a snake or? in the grass, too. The snakiest. I don't know. He was Snakes just the most, the like you said, Ian Bland. Yeah. yeah. Or whoever. But yeah, you know, Kamala Harris, I, I don't like her. I've never really liked her as far as, like, I mean, seeing her on stage. with She's a cop. She's yeah, a she's cop. a cop. Yeah. Uh, it was like, honest to God, uh, watching the, the Democratic debates this year was, or last year, I guess, the end of last year, uh, and, and into this year, um, I mean, obviously, I was a Yang guy. He was he was the reason I was he was my I, I was still like I don't feel right when people treat politicians like rock stars. Then I've got my math hat on, like yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I I think like my two least favorite were were Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. <laughs> like now that's yeah. that's our that's our ticket, I'm and I'm voting for him. <laughs> I agree with that. I knew I knew it was going to be Joe Biden though. Like two years ago, I think we all did. Yeah, I had before some, he even announced I, it, we were all like, "Oh yeah." There was a period I thought Bernie was going to come back, and I was like, "I'll vote for Bernie." I'm not going to like. I've never been a huge Bernie guy, but like you know, at this point especially, I'm like, "Nah, yeah, let's let's." I like his. I like a lot of his stances on a lot of things. Let's do it. See, I had this like fantasy dream of that happening, but it was like, it was too dark to dream then. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean they. They. I mean I think he probably got a little bit blocked again. Yeah. So did you, Oh, sorry. I was going to say like, cause I mean, apparently like, you know, that's one of the thing that, that they, they, I think even Trump threw that out about him. He's, like, he's not well liked, you know, or something, or somebody said about that. Who, uh, Bernie. Or, Bernie. Yeah. And like, he, I don't think he like rubs noses in the, in the democratic party. Cause he's, he's still like an independent, isn't he? Yeah. He's technically the independent. Yeah. So he doesn't like hobnob like the other people do. So it's like he, he doesn't have the infrastructure on his side. Like, I mean, you could talk, people say he got blocked and I do think that happened, but like, especially in 2016, he kind of did have a lot of infrastructure on his side as far as like, since he had run in 2016, like I think a lot of campaign staffers came right back and were like immediately Mm. familiar with things and stuff. And wait, who are you talking about? Bernie. Okay. I think like he actually had a pretty, I mean, from following like half of them or most yeah. of them on Twitter. <laughs> like right. I know this too, but like uh, they had a pretty like well-organized, like well, good ground game, et cetera. You know, all the buzzwords and all that. He just but, took the engine out of the car. He just had to put it back in. 
crank he, cranked it right back up. Yeah, yeah. I still think like to a point. Yeah, I, like I, my my thing is like I, I I like a lot of his ideas. I think that if you're going to brand anything as any kind of socialism in this country. You're not going to have an easy go of it. It's it's got it's such a stigmatized word. I think you can present the same ideas and just use a different term and don't don't call it democratic socialism. Call it like I mean to use the Andrew Yang example like uh, human centered capitalism or some shit. Like you know just rebrand it. I think you could probably get a lot of those ideas a lot farther. But I, yeah, I, I that's kind of like my it's like we'll never have a socialist president just because so many people in this country hate that word. Like and mm. they don't you know. I yeah I I agree to a point. I was. Uh, I still have a Warren sticker and a Bernie sticker on my car, like I said, but, uh, but like, like I think, uh, even my friends and I were discussing that over discord one time and, and talking about that was the two that most of us were kind of between, you know, there was some love for Yang and a few others, but, um, and I was like, I don't really care what you call it. Like, I think like Warren and Bernie have like similar enough ideas Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, future policies or whatever, like that I'm not hung up on Warren saying, yeah, it was when I, Warren said like, I am a capitalist. Mm-hmm. I was like, I honestly, I personally, I am a socialist or at least a democratic socialist, but um, I, I didn't have a problem with her saying that because I think it accomplished her platform would have accomplished uh, a lot of the same things. Right. Well, it's marketing and it's less, yeah, it's less like labels. Like I, I don't totally disagree with it. Trying to, yeah, basically agree with what you say, but um I don't know. I think the word socialism is making progress. Yeah. I, I mean, like I like the human-centered capitalism term. I like I think the, it's got a good I nice like ring to it, I think. I could the see how part of it. Well, I could see how that you know, term could be used. I just plug it right in and it would get people. Like I know people in my family that you mentioned it, but that's socialist. It's like no. It's fucking not. Like and even you just dig yourself deeper with it trying to explain well, it. But if you just called it human-centered capitalism. Or, or something. Nice. something. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't even have to use capitalism. You, yeah. could, you could just call it something else. You could get a lot of those ideas across. I could, I'm just I saying agree I like that. Something else. It's I, like even with that, it's like <laughs> those people. Honestly, the – sorry, what were you going to say? No, I'm just saying those people, they would hear that and be like, it does make sense if our corporation works Sure. For the greater good, as opposed to just benefiting themselves. Like, I mean, yeah. like if that you think, does make sense. if you think about it, like Amazon was able to get to the level that it did because it had the privilege of existing in a country like ours, and also using a lot of products made in other countries at cheap labor. But um, I think that um, you know, if 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 that's the case, then that's a cow we should be milking, and that's a lot of that should be going back into the country. Yeah, and that's I just, yeah. Well, so I, like, like basically what they've done with basically what they've done with weed in Colorado, yeah, is like they they made it such a thing where everybody got back. Like the first year they did that, everybody like everybody that was a citizen of Denver or wherever got like like a check or something. It was like nineteen dollars or something, <laughs> like a dividend. Yeah, just be like we didn't know what to do with this money. We took care of our roads. We've got great schools. Is it like they pay taxes, so they're kind of like investors almost, or like I guess, yeah. And yeah, I can't remember the exact number. It was, I mean, just like nineteen bucks or something. But I'm sure. like, no, let's take that nineteen bucks from this, however many thousand people, uh-huh. and put that back into something else. Like, and I, so basically, what they did with weed 
in Colorado in that instance. Do that with everything. Like, there's no reason certain companies are making as much money as they are, well, and it doesn't. I mean, Yang, Yang is the one who who uh, really rode that idea, <laughs> and like, yeah. he. But he, he, one of the examples he liked to give is what Alaska does because their oil industry is so well. If you're an Alaskan resident, you get a dividend, right? Yeah. But it's it's not like it's not like what he was. He wanted to give everybody a thousand dollars a month, but he mm-hmm. in Alaska you get like a thousand dollars. Maybe maybe it's a thousand. Maybe it's like a hundred. I can't remember, but it's you get a check every year basically mm-hmm. on like. Look, these were leftover profits. And yeah, you, yeah, that, yeah. And That's so, not a bad idea. And like, well, and, and Yang's idea was that like the our tax system should be different. It should be a value added tax, so that like like I was talking about, like okay, so Amazon gets to exist in America, but that by virtue of that, Amazon has to be a benefit for the country it exists in. And so, so there, so like you know, you're which. It, is debatable, I think, as yeah. far as them paying their taxes. Well, that's what he's saying. Like that, he used the example of them don't pay. He was saying that's how it should be. Like they don't okay. pay their taxes. So what we should do is set up a system where we tax like like value added is like an increment based tax. Like where it like every time you like if you buy like you know take twine and then turn that into cloth, there's a tax on that. And then you take that into so anytime you add value to a product, so it's you're you're really instead of taxing like the richest individuals, you're taxing the companies themselves. And, uh, you know, like, cause if you think about it, like Jeff Bezos is ridiculously rich, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to the assets of Amazon. So I, it's, it's, it's an idea I think that's worth exploring. I'm not like, you know, I, I don't claim that anybody knows how to fix things overnight by any no, stretch of the imagined, yeah. but, uh, I, I, it appealed to me. I like, I mean, obviously the idea of like, Hey, you get a check every month. I'm like, yeah, let's. Why yeah. not? If if the money's there, why not do is that, it? Did he call it universal basic income, or did he like brand it as? He he uh, called it the uh, the freedom dividend. Freedom dividend. That was his branding, but it yeah. was a, U, a UBI. I thought that was a little silly too. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with he's it a, like he's, as a concept. He's got a very kind of like dad humor kind of like yeah, corny yeah. kind of attitude about he things. Even, but, like made a like an Asian joke or something about being good at math or whatever. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's just that's Andrew Yang, you know. I mean, I didn't. I like that. I, didn't, I, I so, honestly yeah. like he was. If I had, you know, he'd be in my top four, maybe top three. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think like he's, you know, he's he's doing the right things right now to get like he's he's now become like a fixture in you know he, he's he's not like a you know part of the Democratic establishment necessarily, but he's a name that gets brought up now, um, and he uh, like I mean the idea of you know payments you know. So, relief payments has, has taken off. Like even Bernie, Bernie went way more extreme. He was like $2,000 a month to everybody. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if we can afford it, do it. Like I, you know, so do you think Yang will get or should or will get like a spot in the Biden administration? Like in some, it's he, he, he dances around that when he's asked about it. He, I think he, he should, to be honest. He said that like, well, they're talking about like one of the like ideal things is uh, bringing back like the, the, Department of Technology or, or something like that or, oh. or creating one if there's never been one and yeah, put, making making a new cabinet position and, and giving him that um, so that's that's something that's been discussed I don't know that like he, he is he does he has like he came out and endorsed Biden before like the race was even technically his yeah yeah and uh, he was just like you know I, when you're on the trail you meet all these people and having met Biden I, I believe he's the right choice for this one and right and you know he's 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 been very friendly with the, the Biden camp so it, it's possible he could he could come up he he hasn't said for sure like you know I mean I guess no one would if well yeah I mean you have to yeah but he's like he asked I guess too but I mean he's still like coming up he gets like articles written about him regularly and and, and still like I mean he's, he's got a podcast he's now got- 
Oh, I didn't know that. And he started. He's got a huge following online. Wait, like Bernie's well, got a podcast. No, uh, Yang. Yang. Yeah. Oh, Yang. He started. He started. Oh started a, <laughs> start that. We'll do impressions. Sorry, go. On. He started a, a foundation. Like, and he was actually doing like, or, or basically like, hey, you know, it's it's sort of a super pack, but it's like, the the whole point is like once the. The, it, he started it before the pandemic hit, but once the pandemic mm. hit, the purpose then became let's use our funds to help people. And so they started sending out funds to like, you know, lower income areas and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, it, it's like really taking his idea. Like I think giving people money is the best way to fix the, the problems yeah. and just applying it. And then that way we have demonstrate, we have data that we can right, use. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Like when, when are you going to have a better time to really. Right you know, kind of take that experiment up a notch or whatever. And, you know, if, if it works, if it turns out that it isn't the best thing, then so be it. But like, I mean, in the spirit of science, I say, give it a shot. Yeah. You can say you try. Yeah. That's what, that's one thing that's come from this pandemic that I'm excited to see data on down the road is the, even though, you know, they're arguing about it now, but just the limited amount of time, everybody's getting that $600 a week. I'm really excited mm -hmm. to see the data that comes from that because we won't really see that data for probably about a year, year and a half. And I'm excited to see what that, because from that, they'll really be able to tell like, okay, did this, this kind of worked or this kind of didn't work or whatever. Yeah. Well, one benefit of, I think the whole Trump situation right now is he's definitely has come out and said, get the stimulus package done because he needs a win right now. <laughs> and so, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so, didn't hear him say that. Was that like, like, yeah, within the, this weekend, he okay, said, gotcha. like, he like tweeted it out. Like he went on a tweet storm, I think like last night, like after he yeah. filmed this thing, we'll see how that, how that hits Mitch McConnell. But you know, there's, I mean, there's a Republican, like the, the, the number keeps meeting. Like the last Republican was like 1.2 trillion. So it's, it's, it's at least up in the trillions now. And like, it did include the, uh, the $1,200, uh, payment out. So, hmm. Mm. So like that, and to me, I think that, you know, as a Yang guy, that's, that to me is like one of the most important parts is like put money in people's hands. Like that's going to be the, that, that way they can pay their rent. Like the whole, like we're going to defer rent payments thing is, is great, but it also like has the added, like the waterfall effect where like when it does come due now, you've got like a, a pile of debt. Yeah, We may have talked about this, but like, I want to clear this up. So yeah, rents deferred. I mean, sort of. It, it depends yeah, on your situation. Like my, my, it's not deferred in with my yeah. situation. I, I don't even know what it is in my situation. I've just kept paying it, but uh, I don't know. That confused me because it's like, okay, sure, it's deferred. That's great, short term. Puts a band aid on it. Yeah. But eventually, that bill's going to come. Yeah, you due. still owe yeah. all of that. And so it's that not, person at the end of the year can just give you an invoice. Yeah, it's not forgiveness. And then when that does come due, and you can't pay it, then that's like you know, you're that far in debt. Like they're not going to, it's, it, it's going to be a, a bad situation when that, when that does happen. Like it's good. It's good to protect people and keep people in their homes, but like there needs to be forgiveness. There's no way you can just, yeah. There, there's no, if, if, if people were struggling to pay their rent on the front end, they're not like, they're not going to be in a better situation to pay all of it back. Yeah. Like, there's just not, it's when well, my thing with that is it's like, why not do some sort of mortgage forgiveness situation I mean, I'm oversimplifying how that can be done, but basically, like, if my apartment building didn't have a mortgage to pay, you know, yeah, they make a profit, but it's like, yeah, it has. The you're basic. The way I'm looking at it is like, okay, we're we're gonna stop it on like you. We're sorry, you as a business can't make a profit right now, but we're in a fucking pandemic. Yeah, and so 
if you freeze the mortgages, you free the freeze the need for rent. No, yeah, it's it it, it would have Nearly. to go all the way down the line. You can't just leave landlords on the hook like yeah, that, and you can't right. like, and then you can't like, you know, that who the landlords owe will probably banks. So like, you can't. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I mean, you know, they don't have enough money. You can't leave the, you can't hurt the poor banks. <laughs> but I don't know. There, there's some point where you know, obviously, it would, it would probably just end up getting paid out of tax dollars. But mm. so it's why they, why they should just say, hey, we're going to be spending this anyway. Let's just distribute it out to everybody. And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not good with numbers and math, <laughs> me I'm especially not an economist. But I, it just makes sense to me if you work something out with the banks to like forgive mortgages. Yeah. That would trickle down and like well that the the whole concept of the housing crisis always confused me because I'm like isn't it like a normal we have excess housing yeah like isn't it a normal market where if you have too much stuff then the price of everything goes down like apparently not but well that's yeah but then you're getting into real estate and that's like a pyramid scheme that sort of works <laughs> like the way I look at it like I don't know I much don't about know much. it I know <laughs> I know I know people who are realtors and they sell houses but I don't know a whole lot about Yeah like, like I know yeah. some realtors but I don't fully understand there's so many little bylaws and shit you have to keep track of <laughs> that's why they need a license sure let them get a license and like that's great that they it's similar to a lawyer like they know how to read all that fine print what it means and all that I appreciate that knowledge but let's just say like Nah, man, if you want to sell my fucking house, I'll give you 10%, like, fucking sell my house. <laughs> you don't have a license, I don't give a fuck. Just sell my house. <laughs> like, it's got this problem and this problem, just sell my fucking house. You get a sign out front that says, for sale by some guy. <laughs> yeah, and we, we even maybe sign, like, a gentleman's contract. And just like, yeah, I'm going to give him 10%, he's going to sell my house. We can't do that. And I think that's horse shit. <laughs> and that's where I'm, I'm shit like that. That's where you're a libertarian. It's like, yeah. It's can like, you not no, do that? You should, no. You can, I mean, you can you sell, can sell it. You can, your, you can sell your own house. Yeah. Or you got to get a so realtor. So just get your buddy or whoever to yeah. say they're the owner. Which at the rate people <laughs> the are becoming <laughs> realtors, like everybody I feel like has their realty license these days. So there that's are a, a lot, point. Yeah. But I knew kids that got it concurrently in college. Yeah. Like even. But there's, yeah, it's basically like the way it's set up and tied into the legality of it is you have to have a realty license or you have to own the house. Yeah. And I don't get why that is the fucking house. I get there's a lot of intricacies and in what, like what can and can't work. And, you know, I don't know exactly. knowing like being able to tell the person's like, there's a gas line here and, you know, I know that I know the I've worked in like the insurance industry, both on like sales side and now I work at, you know, Blue mm. Cross and everything. But uh, I know for like sales insurance wise, it's similar to realty in some ways mm -hmm. anyway, in that you have to get licensed. And, uh, you know, a lot of people end up getting like, I forget what it's called, but like insurance insurance, basically, like in case you mm. fuck something up. But um, almost like insurance malpractice or something. even. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it makes a little bit more sense on the insurance side than the realty side, I think. Like, you can't be just selling people products that they have no idea how, yeah. like, what this does or works. Or whatever, well, and at the end of the day, like, I'm sure realty, you've got to filter through all that, uh, <laughs> all that verbiage and wordage. you got to filter through that and know what it means. But at the end of the day, you're basically trying to figure out if there's, like, a body buried in the backyard. Was there <laughs> a body buried in the backyard? Is the septic tank broken? Yeah. Yeah. Things that... Like outside of just going and digging, and I'm just using that as an example, 
And those are things you realtors usually outsource anyway, too, right? Like they'll have like a guy that they yeah. Work so with you're oh, yeah. you're just a Sub-contract. middle you're a middleman. So or that. why can't I just have my buddy be a middleman? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just it's weird to pretty, me. I just I have very little opinion. On that. I just don't understand how like there's like how like there's a housing crisis. I mean, I get like oh, that's where we were. Yeah, yeah like I don't understand how like you can uh, like okay, so a lot of people are losing their homes, can't pay for their homes anymore. So now you're going to have this surplus of homes that you can't sell. What happens within a normal market when you have a surplus of goods that you can't sell? You drop the price on them. And then, but like, there, I think there's so many other like investments and things that are tied up with them that it causes a, like a domino effect across the economy. And I think that's like, it's just weird to yeah. me. Like, I, I'm, I guess I watched that movie about it. I can't remember what it's called uh, about the, like, the one the with Steve Carell? Short? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the big short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a good movie, uh, and it, it kind of explained like how a lot of it happened, but I still don't understand how the why was it uh, that way in the first place. Like, I don't, it, like why was it allowed to kind of like be set up like that? Anyway? Right, right. Why, well, you know, why I, uh, we, we referenced the, the show, but why was is it this intricate house of cards where if you like pull one in the bottom out, the whole thing, cr- like it doesn't, it, it seems like it's a, you know, a house is, a thing it's a it's a, a commodity a product like what uh-huh. but I, I guess not i guess it's it, it's a different sort of thing i don't know i, I guess see in the tax side of that that's uh you know i was griping about too much regulation that's a situation where it's like nah the way they apply mortgages to house that should be regulated heavily well like i mean i'm into 3d printing <laughs> and i've seen like there's some pretty awesome 3d printers in the world there's one there's a 3D printer that makes buildings now. So I mean, like, whoa, yeah, you can. Th- there's 3D printed houses now. It like buys a property and just start going. It up. shoot the, like <laughs> the nozzle spits out concrete in like layers, and then you have a wall when it's done. Um, and I feel like it's like, you know, we as a society, or at least I mean, up until this year, have been advancing at a rate that was exponential. Like we were creating new technologies that were able to create new technologies, and so it's like, you know, like. I've never really considered myself a socialist, but I do see that if we reach a point to where like... I was going to say, some of the things that you've said or we've agreed on or whatever. Yeah, well, today. It's, well my, my whole thing is that it's like, if, you're, if, you're, if there are more shoes than there are feet, everyone should have shoes, you know? And it's, sure. it's sort of like, like I, I don't get the point like of, of, you know, I mean, if there's not scarcity, then why, why are you holding it back from people? Like that's, that's kind of like where, where I'm at. And then when you talk about like, again, like, even with you know things like the freedom dividend or UBI, it's like that's that whole point. It's like there's not a scarcity, and it would help people. It would it would right. pe- people would be comfortable. People could have like a place to stay if they lost their job suddenly. They wouldn't be suddenly their whole life wouldn't be upended, and that would keep them in a better position to find another job. It just makes sense if yeah. the money's there. If the money's we've, not there, then that's that's a different. I discussion. think during COVID, we've seen that the money's there. Like, yeah, we've seen there's not a scarcity like you're talking about. Like. I, I honestly, I don't know. And this may sound like tinfoil hatty or whatever, but like if that's part of the reason more, you know, things haven't passed or even mm-hmm. gotten very far along is because like, it's like, Oh shit. If we let them know that we could just do this all the time and be fine, finance everything, the right and left care about schools, roads, military, whatever, they're going to, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> like, and I know that's maybe not realistic. Well, in a, no, I in a think I think sense, that's what like, Andrew Yang was kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of. Like, he was like, he's seen something, <coughs> and he knows. He's like, no, I've seen that bank account. They're fine. Yeah. And so he starts spouting those ideas, and now this COVID shit's happened, 
And so we've tested. That's why I'm excited to see the data in yeah. like yeah, a year, his, year and a half, because then no, yeah. there will be evidence he, of it. He, he, you're absolutely, yeah. You're he's absolutely. been on record as saying that like his biggest regret was not campaigning. Like he would, he was talking about like how like you know robots were going to displace jobs and stuff. And it's like what I should have been saying is what happens in a worldwide pandemic because. You know that's another case for why you need a UBI. Yeah, and if it's like if he had been saying that all <laughs> along, known, yeah. and then this had happened, he I mean like he probably would have become the nominee. Like it probably <laughs> like I mean like yeah, no, that's an interesting hypothesis because he has talked about pandemics, not I as much, they, not until but, it happened. Yeah, I think it would have been like honestly that kind of like that's a really interesting point to think about is like what if the pandemic were going on during the primaries too is because like i think you've got that for yang like you just said ian and like uh uh, as far as like bernie you've got you know medicare for all Mm -hmm. a lot of his ideas would help in a time like this i don't know exactly all the other candidates you know platform well biden's i've become more familiar with but like i'm sure they each would have had a kind of like signature or like one of their things Mm -hmm. that would have stuck out and things might have played out differently as far as the the primaries but well it's you know it's like both yang and bernie were both kind of accused of having very extreme ideas and like what a what a pandemic is is an extreme situation so it makes it makes extreme ideas more reasonable yeah right yeah exactly yeah that's interesting and again that's why i'm excited about that data because i'm with you there it's like yeah those are extreme (laughs) ideas for completely normal status quo i mean Yeah, maybe not even then. Some of them. But yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. They were just, they, what I'm saying is they've mostly just been presented. That's like the main argument yeah, against sure. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Fun to think about. <laughs> no, it's like this whole thing, like just compounded into the past four years. It's like COVID, but also like the extreme political divide and all that. It's like I always. I don't know, when I was a teenager and started to become aware of stuff going on, you always sort of wonder, like, yeah, we had 9-11, but, like, as far as I was concerned at that age, nothing really changed. And it was like, what's what's the defining, you know, you had prohibition, you had, like, the civil rights movement and all this, and now, like, I know what the defining moment of my generation is, and it's like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> Wait, are, which one are you even saying it is? I don't this even one. know. Or, I was going like, to say, the like, whole thing compounded. They're like, like there's going to be like, um, yeah, defining moments of your, you know, like of pre-puberty, of puberty, of well, like, you know, this it's, period. In a 20s, lot of ways, 30s. it's like the same sort of tax on society, the same social tax that like a, yeah. a war. The same amount of like puts uh, on a society. Or, or, yeah. Departure from yeah. the way things were before. Like X. outside of the actual war, this is like wartime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Trump had, he wanted to be seen as a wartime president and he uh, got the war yeah. that he wanted. And- I, th- I think, I think this year is one of those years that you're going to see like a lot of movies and TV shows and stuff and like comic books. It'll be a popular setting for like years to come. Shit. Yeah. Like it's going to be like one of those things that we're, we're going to re- like. The the 9-11 era, like, I, you, I thought there'd be more of, um, but there really wasn't a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, you, like, you see, like, all kinds of, like, period pieces where, like, this, you know, this defining moment. I mean, like, especially, like, you know, like, my we did the Watchmen show. Like, mm-hmm. that's one that's, that's like, there's going to be, like, Watchmen stuff that happens around this year. Like, not, not like, necessarily that brand, but some other kind of, like, mm-hmm. products will be, you know, like, uh, you know, IPs will be developed or, like, yeah, this we're going to flash back to what was going on in 2020 and what this person was doing and, and who they are now as a result well, this of this shit we won't see for 10 to 15 years. Right, right. Yeah. 
I don't know. They're cranking them out. So oh, yeah. Story. No, I mean, I'm sure we'll get them like. I when mean, do you think we'll start seeing movies that aren't necessarily about the pandemic, but. There's already a show about it. What? Called, like love during the time of COVID. Oh, yeah. Like a. Like, I was Is say it a corona. reality the first, show? The first, no, the first one would be. It's a scripted show. I was going to say the first one's going to be a rom com or something like and that. And I think it is a rom com. That's, the, it's like that's Hulu. <laughs> the absolute easiest way to watch. do it, though, is like just lean into it. We can keep producing this. We yeah. all have to wear masks anyway. Let's do this. And like, we're not going to change anything. We're going to take this generic, like, Ben loves Jen rom com <laughs> and. Fucking, we'll just all wear a mask, and like that'll be part of the story, and we don't really have to explain it. It's uh, <laughs> right. You get it. Yeah, viewer. yeah. That's kind of genius. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, like honestly, some of the nine eleven movies were pretty close to. <laughs> yeah, within five years, some within like two, weren't they? Like there was Flight ninety three or whatever. Yeah, and then there was. Uh, I remember they were all pretty like they skirted it a little bit for yeah. a couple years. There was one. Yeah, I guess that was. I felt like it was such a cop out. I can't remember the name of it. I think Remember Me, and it had Robert Pattinson. He oh, did this like after yes. the first Twilight movie. Yes. And it was just this <laughs> whole great like romantic movie. And then the last like five minutes yeah. is him like, I'm going to a job interview. <laughs> and he walks up and you see where he's walking into and it shows like yeah. the clock it or his like watch or something. Or and it's like if you're an American, you know it's like whatever it was, like 840 or something, you're like Oh, well, he's about to die. It's completely immaterial to the rest of the movie. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, they, it's just like tacked onto the last yeah. bit of this movie. Have you guys, have you guys ever read the, uh, the Seinfeld spec script <laughs> that was written <laughs> that takes place? It was like, uh, no, but I've heard about it. It's, oh. it's so funny. No. <laughs> about what uh it's so it's it's like what it was like a spec script that somebody wrote like what if there was an episode of seinfeld about 9-11 and it is good yeah we've thought about like i've talked with some friends about getting some comics together and doing like a table read of it and like, oh man yeah that'd be it, it, i have to figure i don't know who i would who i who, what voice i could do maybe jerry like what is the deal you know i could probably i think a lot of people could do it jerry what but, is it yeah but uh, um, no, that that was good. I remember seeing that movie with like that really sad movie with like Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler about nine eleven. I don't remember that one. I can't remember what it was called, but either. it was so sad. It was like the saddest Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> was it extremely loud and incredibly close, or was that? I don't think else? that was. I never it. saw that. It was something about like was, one John, or, uh, was that a nine eleven one? I think so. Yeah. No, From there was the perspective a fu- of like a kid. Okay. Dad, I, I don't. Yeah, there was a uh, Nicolas Cage one where there was a bunch of there was a good handful of firefighter movies. Oh yeah, which I get yeah. it. Mad respect to the firefighters from yeah. that day, but like anyway, yeah, I don't think it's long before the I, like, movies get all that to say together. No, yeah. all that to say, like yeah, I don't think it'll be long before. I mean, like I said, we've already got one show that I don't know how they're producing. I don't know if they pivoted. To, like that's what I'm saying if though. Is <laughs> if it's like all the characters are wearing masks. I don't know if then, they, yeah, I haven't watched it, but but yeah. Heroes season two already did a pandemic. You know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That, that was kind of like, it was, that was when that show took a nosedive though. Is it to like, the current one? Wait, what show? Heroes. Oh, Heroes. oh, Heroes. I was thinking of the, that new show, The Boys. Yeah. No, oh, no. The Boys. No. Yeah. I, I mean, like it's part of me wonders is like, what are shows like that going to, going to be like, or, like in those kind of worlds that are ongoing, are they going to pretend that there's not, there wasn't a pandemic in their world or are, are they going to yeah. run it in? That's what I keep wondering. That's more so like what I was asking is like how long till movies start referencing? Because that's a whole separate little tangent you have to go to for for at least like 10 minutes to be like, oh, yeah, reality. Like, 
Have you watched the uh, South Park pandemic special? No, mm-hmm. not yet. When did it come out? It it's it's it was this past Wednesday, but it's on HBO Max if you've got that. It's, oh, I have that. I think yeah. It's uh it's pretty awesome. Uh <laughs> it, I don't you know, I mean, I don't want to just turn into talking about South Park. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's it's worth checking out. That's some good pandemic content. <laughs> they always yeah. Well, I'll probably wind us down since, yeah, we talked, we did talk about the debate <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming, guys. It's been fun. It's been, uh, I'm not going to do the ad reads again. <laughs> uh, yeah, this has been In Chaos We Trust, episode five. <laughs>